0: I will. I disregard everything you usually say. I quit. Um, why, why am I even here then? Why are you <laughs> even here? You don't play anything. I've been. Pl- I've played Witcher every single day this week. Yeah, that's good. I Finally. Wonder, how many, wonder how many hours I have in that. Finally, your life is somewhat stable for it, a yeah. second. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to last, but... Uh, I'm going to say a month. It's already been yeah, two I, weeks. Yeah, I'll give you a month. It's already been two weeks. What? Two more weeks? Well two we'll more see. weeks
1: and it's off to Alaska. <laughs> I have to at least <laughs> wait to a
0: different country. I have to at least wait another like month or so because um I have a conference in October I want to go to in Austin. So mm. <laughs> That don't want to miss that. No, nah, don't want to miss that. Yeah. That was the Vegas one
1: I went to last year. It's in Austin this year. And as Josh's employers are listening, they're like, boy, this guy's so fired. We have to get rid of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's not like that. I'm going to switch something up on you guys. Go. You're listening to the 2v1 podcast. Welcome. We haven't introduced ourselves in a very long time. <laughs> I'm Nick. <laughs> and I'm Alex. Josh. Oh. Yeah. Up. I knew that was going to happen because I sprung it on you. But.
1: <laughs> Should have had what Alex at first since
0: he counts to number two. Yeah, that's true. So I'll, I'll take fault on so that. You, so you messed it up as usual. You can just fuck right off. <laughs> I have 80 and hours in The Witcher. You're 80 hours in? Yeah. Wow. I think that's more than I have. And I haven't finished it yet. That's due to your difficulty issues. I've had zero difficulty issues ever since, like, the beginning. Because I'm, I'm overleveled now. So, ah. uh, makes it a bit easier. And because art's the greatest thing that has ever been created. <laughs> ever. Just in real life, too. Yep. Above all else, hard. Witcher's good. You did switch. We've reiterated that for the past like six episodes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say anything else about it. (laughs) Yeah, except the DLC comes out next month. Yeah, that is something news. Hearts, Hearts of Stone. Looking forward to that. I don't think I'll be playing it immediately. This is the first DLC that I think I will be playing immediately. Uh, Is this also the first um, in pass that you're going to ever purchase? Well, you know what? I didn't get the pass. Why? Um, well, originally I was going to because it was it's like twenty five bucks. Um, they I got an email from GOG, the PC place I had to get it from. Um, they sent an email and it was like get the first DLC discounted, and I was like, wait. They're separate now, because originally they were just a season pass. So I went and looked at it, and now they have a separate purchasing option for the first one. It's ten dollars on its own, and it was discounted down to eight fifty. So I have no idea how much the next one's going to cost. But instead of taking a gamble and missing out on saving a dollar fifty, I just bought it individually. So I don't know. If the next one's fifteen dollars, then I already saved money, you know? Yeah. Alright. Well, makes sense. Yeah. Can't argue with that. Yeah. I'm pumped about that though. So what else is going on in the world of video games? I played Mad Max. Oh, that's right, you did rent that. Mm-hmm. Just for fun. I'm i had. Tell me about it. I had a free code for Redbox and decided to check it out. Uh it is open world, and there's a million things to collect, and that's it. <laughs> are, are there radio Sowers. towers? Uh, You know what there are? There are weather balloons that you go up in and you scout the area. Uh. So, yes. Basically. <laughs> just like just like uh Viewpoints and Creed and the towers and Shadow of Mordor and all that stuff. It's just like all those other games. I don't know how else that could be done, though. So, uh, Metal Gear doesn't have any of that. It's just the world's open. Yeah, I guess that is a solution. And you have a general, you have a general location of guard posts and and city, little town, shanty town things, and that's it, and that's fine. <laughs> I guess Witcher doesn't do that either. Witcher doesn't do it either. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Mad Max initial impression it's 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 okay like it's a f- totally fine game it's probably fun to play through and do all of those collectibles it wasn't like it was shitty quality or anything i just think it i think last episode we talked it's just it's terrible timing going up against something like phantom pain because as I, as i was playing it i just was thinking the whole time i was like this is just not even close in terms of quality and it's an unfair comparison but i can't help it. Yeah. Like it's uh there's just shit everywhere, you know, on the map. Like as you're driving around it's like stop here, collect this, do this, whatever, but it's all the same thing. Like you're either just picking up scrap metal or you're fighting a few people. I've i have heard there's an overabundance of collectibles, but Yeah, definitely. I've also heard that those collectibles at least help in some form. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they definitely do. I just felt like I was getting inundated with icons the whole time. Like, as you're driving around in the map, it's just like, here's this, here's this, here's this. Do this, whatever. Go here. Like, let me just do the mission or something. It that that I have like no tolerance for that anymore. And that kinda sucks. That that made it kind of lame. It felt too much like a game. <laughs> Which is a stupid a stupid uh complaint. I'm trying to think of a comparison with another game that's like that. I can't come up with one. Creed. I never thought Creed was that bad. Creed had a lot of stuff around. Like the treasure chests and everything. At least you could turn those off. I'm sure Mad Max had the option too. I just didn't get enough time with it to do so you, that. You did already take it back. Yeah, I only did it for a night because I wasn't gonna pay for it. How's the uh, gameplay? How's it feel? It feels weird. That's probably just because I needed more time to get used to it. Uh, driving felt really strange. Uh, really, it was it was both really tight and really hard to control because if you went to turn, you would turn immediately. Like there was no like resistance or anything. Sounds so like
1: GTA Three.
0: Yeah, like if you're trying to be precise and all that, you you end up trying to make little minor adjustments to stay on course the whole time you're driving and it and it feels like you're gonna lose control at any time. And I totally did all the time. It, I it just didn't feel good. But I I think you probably just have to get used to it. Same thing, uh same thing with the controls, caring, uh controlling max. Um just felt different. It just felt floaty kind of jumping was with the left trigger which i hate what yeah i i did not understand that but i wasn't gonna mess with the controls yeah like why go against the grain with stuff like why
1: do why go against what everybody knows works it's fine
0: i i mean like i know i know i gave you shit for this before simon but you would change in like Bethesda games, you would change the jump button from y to a, wouldn't you yes, and yes, yes, yeah, I remember you I remember you changing it in something, but I can understand the jump being on one of those four buttons more than a trigger, maybe like a right bumper or a left bumper, oh, oh, you're talking face buttons, the face buttons, yeah, the okay. face buttons, like it being on the trigger was just really hard to get used to i f- I found myself like. Forgetting what I was doing as I was playing, like I wanted to do this action and I couldn't remember what button did it. What did do in combat? That happened pretty often. Combat is Batman combat. What did left trigger do in combat? Did it different? Was it different? You jumped. You would jump in the middle of combat. Oh yeah, no. (laughs) Yeah, and his jump was real funny. He would just he would just do like a little tiny like two foot jump in the air and he would look real funny if you did it in the middle of stuff. I found myself doing it all the time on accident, because that's how you aim in Metal Gear, and I've been playing Metal Gear so much that I was, like, just thinking, oh, I gotta aim with this, and i I just stand there and do a little jump.
1: <laughs> I'm yeah. very familiar with that kind of experience, and man, is that frustrating. Yeah.
0: It, again, I think that's just another unfair comparison. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, just jumping with the trigger in an, in a, in that kind of game, like a third-person open-world game, just doesn't feel right, in general. Yeah, I feel like left trigger should be like a block or a counter or something, but yeah. I'm also used to Witcher, so it just ma- it seems like it makes more sense doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we are also, not necessarily arguing, but talking about a single button. Oh, I know. That yeah. doesn't really matter. Just preemptively, my opinion of Mad Max is not a very good one, just because I legitimately only played for like two hours. So I really just got my feet wet. I did a little bit of the story. I got a feel for how all that worked, but I definitely wasn't comfortable with the controls by the time I was done. So. How's it look? And eh, like, kind of like poop. I I think <laughs> yeah. I I mean I'm I'm biased now because it's obviously going to look better on PC, and I rented it for Xbox. It looked okay. I actually thought the open worldness, like the desert. Again, it's it's a pretty good looking desert, but if you look really close, the textures were not amazing. Um, how was the uh, how was the draw? Good. You could see real far away, so that it, that was impressive. Like that's that's why I can't be too hard on it because it, it's it's rendering all of that at once instead of doing it in pieces. So that was cool. When you when you go up in those balloons, you could see really far, and that map looked enormous. I barely got anywhere in it. So there's pr- there's obviously plenty to do if you're looking for that. The, Not uh, sure if I'll ever play it. So that's where I am right now on it is that I didn't hate it. It's just the timing of it's bad that I have no interest right now. I'm yeah. I'm thinking maybe like way down the road if it's on sale on sale on Steam I might grab it. I feel if like it's one up. of those games though that while you're playing it you could always, you'd you, you always think to yourself, I'd rather be playing this. Well, yes but I'd rather be playing Phantom Pain over everything currently. So that's what I mean. Like if it's in a low point of the season or the year or whatever where not much has come out or I'm caught up on a backlog or something, that seems like a game I would maybe play. Just to just to play it. Um, because it did have something that I really liked. Uh, your companion. Your companion that's always on your car. His name's Chumbucket. He's a hunchback. He looks like shit. Um, <laughs> he He is like a really fun character, actually. Because when you meet him, Max has just... Like, at the very beginning of the game, Max just got, you know, beat up by some enemies they stole his car and he was left for dead the the hunchback finds you his name's chum bucket um he finds you and he thinks that you're some like angel and he has this whole warped crazy personal religion that he follows that is based on vehicles and he's like he's like a master mechanic So he just has this crazy idea in his head that you are some angel sent by some mechanical god to help him create his life's work, another car for you, which is called the magnum opus. And that's the car you drive around in the game. I just loved that whole thing. I think that whole thing is hilarious and was real fun and unique that he's just like, He's he's a zealot for a car. (laughs) Hmm. Yeah. It it, it actually had, like, kind of fun characters from what, like, the little bit that I saw. So that's what kind of makes me want to play it at some point down the road. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Still need to see the movie. I really want to see that. Yeah, I haven't yet. I think it's now finally available to rent the 22nd i think for Redbox. oh I'm are November you serious 22nd.
1: wow yeah i'm my typical disconnected self i know of mad max and that's it i don't know anything about it i don't know what it's about i don't know anything
0: i almost bought walmart has had a uh, a pack of all four movies for like 40 bucks i almost bought because i would like to see the originals again i all four well there's three actual releases and then there's also one I think it was like a web release or an animated thing or something. Oh. But, uh, yeah, the the Mel Gibson ones and then the new one. Yeah, the new one just came out digitally like a month ago. Um, But, yeah, I've never seen the old ones. I think I've seen a couple scenes of one of them, but never the full movie. So I don't know anything about it either, other than it's post-apocalypse desert. Over the People, top. people are driving cars. And, yeah, and, and it's really eccentric. And apparently the new movie is is just excellent. And I really want to see it because it's supposed to be... It's just supposed to be nonstop action. Inst- I want to watch the Mel
1: Gibson one now that I'm reading about it. Yeah, I,
0: uh, I want to watch them at some point, too, just because I've never seen them. Um, I've heard that only one of them is good or so, or sort of good and the other two are just really bad but I I'd, I'd still watch them probably just because yep I like to have the lore under my belt yeah well I I don't know uh I don't really I know thought much the new one was a reimagining The new one is a reimagining because Max isn't it's called Mad Max but like Max isn't the main character in the new one or something like he's not really the focus He's just supposed to be some, he's just supposed to be a a person in the universe. He's not like, he's not like the savior of the wasteland or anything like that. And I think that's what, uh, that's some other complaints with the game that I've read is that's totally what you're doing in the game is you are the savior of the wasteland, like you are all powerful, always upgrading things and nobody can stand up against you. So, I don't know. Check out Mad Max if you're not playing Phantom Pain.
1: <laughs> yeah, really. Otherwise, that's all you can really recommend. Phantom yeah,
0: Man. definitely. I, if everybody should be playing that, it's it's so good. I plan to get done get through The Witcher, play Ground Zeroes this weekend, then hopefully, I'll start that prior to Destiny you can play both just, at the same time. I that's what I'm planning on. <laughs> but the closer the closer we get to the Taken King launch the more excited I am coming. I'm looking forward it, to it. I just still don't know when I'm going to do it. It yeah. It it's a it look it's pretty much a whole new game now. Even after that update there's so many changes. Yeah. Yeah, it it did it did actually go through a pretty big overhaul this this is the point where, and I know I'm beating a dead horse with this, but Alex, you could jump into it, and it's perfectly fine. It's like a new game yeah it's it's yeah, a whole new thing Year yeah i've
1: no doubt you're correct about that
0: yeah i it, yeah it's, I think that's uh it's cool, which I think we talked about before that they they did make changes and listen to the community and all that. It's also like with the recent stuff with Marty O'Donnell, the composer from Bungie that got fired for no reason. Uh, all that information coming out about how Destiny specifically was radically changed kind of right month. before it released. Yeah, a month before. Yeah, it, that... It just kind of feels like a kick in the dick. Like... A, a kick in the dick. It's seriously, because you... I I I have said I didn't I don't regret playing Destiny. It definitely didn't live up to what everybody thought it was going to be, and now there's just hard evidence that the publisher Activision basically stepped in and kind of messed everything up. And that's just so gross.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gross is the right word for it. it.
0: It's just like, what what really could that have been if it wasn't like cut down at the last minute and probably parted out so they could just hit a release date. Like, were all of these DLC and its current state now, like this big update, was was all of this really supposed to roll out a year later? Probably not. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the, the thing the... we'll never know, which sucks. Yeah. I mean, even... <laughs> At this point, it doesn't matter to no me. it No, do- it doesn't matter to me either, because, like I said, I enjoyed it. It's just when when I you know see, what you mean though. when you see the dark side of the industry come to light like that, and the veil is lifted, and you're no longer you're no longer just somebody waiting for a game that's gonna be good, but you're you're now seeing how bad it can really be and how bad it can be messed up, and you have nothing you can't do anything about it. <laughs> I don't, it just, it sucks.
1: Yeah, and not, not to mention my first-hand experience with somebody from Konami. Yeah. As I told you guys about, for our listeners, and I won't name any names for the person's uh, privacy, but I sold something on eBay to somebody, and it was Metal Gear related, and somehow like in our correspondence, we got on the topic of the fact that he had actually worked at Konami, and and he left prior to the game's finishing. And it was unreal because he confer- he basically confirmed firsthand everything about working at Konami, like those those articles that you can read online about how it's basically like being under a totalitarian government. Yeah. And I it's it's just it's crazy to hear that stuff firsthand from somebody directly, um, especially and, and you know saying that Hideo Kojima is like a he one of those people that's best, uh. What's what I'm looking Left for? Left alone. I, well, or, like, best best appreciated from a yeah. distance. You know, the way that we do, because we appreciate him solely for his creative works. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, like, we don't... I don't know. He's just maybe not that great of a guy in person. So you build these people up in your head, and then in real life, they're just not anything like what you imagine. Yeah,
0: yeah it's like meeting a hero and they're an asshole.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. That's basically what I was trying yeah. to say. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It the whole uh the whole Destiny thing being messed up also, you know, relates to the Konami thing coming out and and how their relationship with Kojima was real rocky out of nowhere around this release of Phantom Pain and and you have to look at Phantom Pain and see it like, it, it is it is a quality experience. It is a massive experience. How did it still turn out good? You know, with all of this stuff yep. happening, like that, that's so impressive.
1: That is impressive, regardless of who's actually responsible for that. It's it's a feat to be certain. Yeah, and again, just
0: imagine could it have been better?
1: Yeah, and that's like lament worthy yeah. when you start getting into that territory. Yeah,
0: because like how how Konami has been built is that they don't let anybody do anything like with any freedom, any of their employees. So Mm -hmm. if they had like lightened up on the reins a little bit.
1: And if they weren't in shackles creatively. Yeah, and let
0: them be more creative as much as possible. Like, what what would Phantom Pain look like? Now, like compared to what it is now. It's just crazy. Mm
1: -hmm. Video games. Video games. <laughs> Taking a, a, a slight detour, I have to talk about the two things that have like changed my life in the past week. Life-changing. So, well, you know me; you'll understand when you hear this. First of all, an app that I downloaded. Um, I texted Josh yesterday because just for the heck of it, like I was thinking of good 2D side scrollers and stuff, and I thought to myself I thought of Mega Man X, and I was like, I wonder if they have some sort of version of that on ios like i wouldn't be one bit surprised Hmm. so i googled it and or in the app store and of course they have it and it's five bucks and it has like updated graphics and stuff but and it's been out for years and i you know i just i never i never think to look for games like that on an iphone because i'm not going to pay for them and be like the most time i would spend playing them is on the uh-huh. shitter, so like, it doesn't really matter. But it's interesting to think about how many stuff is all, how many games and things like that that I, especially retro games that I love playing, that are probably totally accessible to me. I didn't even, I never even thought of looking mm-hmm. on here. And then so I just googled, or say it again, Alex. I checked out on the app store just SNES to see what would pop up, and I didn't find games. But what I found was this app called SNES Music. Of course, my screen died. I hate everything. Mm-hmm. By Joseph Pinkusfeld, Not to be confused with Pingus. <laughs> and... Very confusing. <laughs> Dude, I don't understand, first of all, how stuff like this is even allowed. And I also don't understand the technology behind it. So it's just a super basic uh, format and everything, the way it looks. And basically, I have the soundtrack to every single Super Nintendo game I can think of at my fingertips, on demand, immediately. Like, you go into the app, you search for it under SNES Games, the download process for the soundtrack takes maybe three seconds, and then it's just there to play from the app. Dude, it's so amazing. And then they have NES, N64, Game Boy, Mega Drive, Master System, uh, PC, PlayStation, DS, and Game Boy Advance. you can either unlock access to a console for a dollar, or access access unlock access to all of them for four dollars. So, um, you know that would be an option. All I want is SNES right now, but like I don't even understand how this stuff works. Like, is it using data? Is it? What is it doing? You know what I mean? Because for it to take that short of an amount of time to download and then have that whole soundtrack at your fingertips, I was having a blast on the way home in the car yesterday, just playing all this this old ass SNES music it's well so it probably cool. downloads so fast because that's that is very dated technology like music wise it so the files Yeah are it is but i mean solid. i have some physical soundtracks downloaded on my computer and they're still comparable to regular you know music files i don't know yeah right? they're probably just then,
0: ultra com- compressed or something
1: that's that's what my guess is it's some weird extension i've never seen before like lz or you i don't know yeah. something like that but but just to my point, and then I looked at the date and saw, I think it came out, I think this guy released it in, like, 2012. You know what I mean? It's been around for so long, and I've wow. never heard anything about it.
0: And it's surprising it hasn't but, been removed, because Nintendo is crazy. Yeah, and
1: that's the other thing. I mean, how does copyright work with all I don't that know. stuff? I don't know. Real crazy. Especially so, if he's making money off that. of
0: it. Sorry, it's They're making money off of it, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you get... Access to all of them, that's another good point, so who actually, who knows maybe the penalty. wrong person will hear this podcast, and I just ruined that guy's life. Sorry, <laughs> all right all of our uh,
0: <laughs> tons of listeners are just gonna over over download it yes,
1: of course, of course, <laughs> and then the other thing which I briefly brought up, but then did not because uh, I just told you I would bring it up on a podcast, is my my borderline idolatry. Of another human being for the first time in my life. And you guys could probably figure it out. But another thing that I did started doing recently in the past week, I needed to pick up another audiobook for my commutes. And there's a book just called Elon Musk. <laughs> and it came out in May of this year. Uh, it's Elon Musk by Ashley Vance. And if I didn't already idolize the man and and just like hold him up high on this pedestal, just doing, just knowing the things that I do know about him, this book is just making me want to like follow him into the gates <laughs> of hell. I like I cannot I cannot emphasize this enough. He is like a modern day Messiah to me. I I hold this man in such high esteem. It's not even real, and the things that he's doing. Yeah, and hopefully he gets to continue it's, doing it. I know, and and I think he will. Like this. This is one of those guys that I truly believe nothing is going to get in his way to achieve what he wants to achieve. Like, And this is going to sound really terrible to some people, especially Apple fanboys like Simon. But I don't think Steve, people like Steve Jobs even compare to this guy. I agree. No, I agree with that completely. Dude, he's he's nuts. He is just insane. So if you have any interest in this man and learning more about him, I cannot recommend that book more highly. I use the Audible app, and um, if you sign up with a free trial, you get two mm-hmm. books. And I just had to do the second one like before it expired a few months ago. So I figured, oh whatever, and I I pre-ordered that book, and then it took me forever to finally you know actually take an interest in reading it or listening to it rather. Alex, there's and... actually
0: a a new Elon Musk book that just came out this
1: year in March. It's called Elon Musk: Renaissance Man. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, this one came out, I guess, two months afterward then, um, just called Elon Musk. But like all I wanted, I would give anything to be associated with this man and in business (laughs) with him because I trust him. I trust him 100 percent. It's just unreal. And I sincerely believe that he is the future of humanity and the the importance of the things that he's doing because – I have never, I've never um, idolized anybody except for my father, maybe. You know what I mean? I'm just not that kind of person. People get fall in love with like celebrities and other worthless pieces of shit that don't mean anything. <laughs> and you know, I don't view anybody as my better except this guy. He is, he is inherently more valuable of a human being than I am.
0: Did you see the new, the new thing of his? The new idea for um, Mars would uh, go ahead elaborate he he just this was like as of two days ago he was well on, then i wouldn't have heard about it he was on uh colbert and he was talking about
1: terraforming mars oh uh nuking it yeah i did hear about it yeah Yes, yeah, it was real nuking funny the poles. you're right i i did i did happen to see that and actually whenever i watched that little clip i was like oh wow this was only just a day or so ago but yeah uh stephen colbert was interviewing him and joking around with him like usually. billionaire people like you they're either superheroes or supervillains. which one are you and they were talking about terraforming mars and you know stephen colbert is just like how are you going to do this and you know because you don't want to have people living in glass domes all their lives and he's like well there's a i think what he said was there's a fast way and a slow way and they never got to the slow way at least not in the clip that i watch and of course i'm sure i know what it is like traditional the idea of terraforming and what you know a very slow process Mm -hmm. and everything but he's like stephen colbert is like what's the pathway and he's like to detonate thermonuclear devices at the at the polar caps that is a hilarious idea what let's yeah let's let's nuke this planet that is like the only hope for the future (laughs) of humanity So so fun it, it's actually scientifically plausible though i'm sure it is yeah i'm sure, of course it is it, there, he does shit just doesn't fly out of his mouth with no uh basis i'm sure it's plausible it just it sounds insane to people like us that have no grasp of any yeah. of that kind of thing
0: terror, terror the the first thing that comes to my mind when i hear terraforming is that arnold schwarzenegger movie i forget the name of it
1: total recall total recall is it, to- yeah, is it that's total, yeah that's the one that's on
0: recall. mars and his eyes popping yeah. out.
1: Yes, yes, that was amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From video uh, games to uh, Elon Musk. Uh, 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 I, would love, I would love if it really did. If he just, like, took it upon himself and was like, yeah, we're launching nukes at Mars. Like,
1: what are you going to do about it? <laughs> like, imagine that happening. That's a scary thought. I would even I would officially place him in supervillain status. Yeah, that that totally that. sounds like a supervillain plot. <laughs> it sounds like a James Bond yeah. plot.
0: Yeah, James Bond goes to Mars. What an, what an interesting individual, though. Definitely, he,
1: he is he not the Dosaki's man. He is the most interesting <laughs> man on Earth.
0: I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm and telling like you guys to-
1: if you guys want to. Um, so, sometime, if you feel so inclined, you can either do that trial yourself, or you can just borrow my login and listen to it. Because man, is it fascinating! It, you always say the word "fascinating," Simon. This is the definition of that.
0: Or, or
1: you could buy the book.
0: I would buy the book, probably. I would love yeah, to. I, uh, yeah, I I've always wanted to try out Audible. I just have no scenario where I'd use it. I don't even know what it is. Are you serious? It's just, it just it's audio. It uh, it's
1: just audiobooks and it's run by Amazon, Simon. See any t- time I
0: want to or have time to listen to an audiobook, I'd rather be listening to Yeah, a that's what I mean. And and I couldn't so. focus on a book while I'm at work or anything. I can I can listen to podcasts because yeah. it's just it's just people talking banter about random shit. As is evidenced by Yeah, us like right a now. a book I would need to give a lot more attention to, and I wouldn't be able to do work while listening to that.
1: I I will even totally admit that occasionally when I'm in traffic, like if, if something, you know, if I'm really focusing on what I'm doing in the car, I might have to bump the, cause they have like a quick 30 second back yeah. and forward. I might have to bump that once or twice. Cause I'm like, okay, I wasn't listening there for the past yeah. 30 seconds. So that does happen. to me. But, but uh yeah, since, you know, I don't have many podcasts that I listen to regularly, uh, except Bill Burr. I'm getting back into that again. Oh man.
0: <laughs> um,
1: th- that the audiobooks are a good alternative yeah. for me. But th- the one other thing I was just thinking about, like a philosophical difference with reading and audiobooks and all that. I don't have a problem listening to this as an audiobook because there's no, there's no, for me, there's no different value out of reading it on paper or hearing it it's for a book like this. However, let's say i ever wanted to read game of thrones or lord of the rings or something like that i would never dream of doing that like to me that's sacrilege doing an audiobook of that like i you have to read those words on paper and learn the names and see the spellings like seeing spelling that's where you read
0: in the... lord of the rings for sure yes
1: yeah and to me that's what is so good for you you know about reading mm-hmm. is processing things you haven't seen before in written language, you know, whereas this, this is just basically a giant spoken, you know, dialogue telling me about Elon Musk, that's fine. And if there's a word that I hear that I've never heard before, of course, I'm gonna look it up. But that hasn't happened yet. So I don't know, something especially like fantasy and science fiction, I would say, especially, you have to read in paper, and then even like classic literature, like, I just think, I I. it's like, it's an insult. To those authors. Something from so they could never they were... imagine. Yeah, like it's so. Yeah, they would be rolling around in their graves yeah. if they knew that. So, I don't know. That's my take on the I... audiobooks. There are, there's just certain things that are really good for it and certain things that I think should be. They should remain as physical. I,
0: uh, a really good example of that, Alex, is um, Aldous Huxley, who wrote Brave New World. Yes. Brave I, New World. I recently read that. For the first time, which I'm glad I waited until I was an adult because it would have been very hard to understand if I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. He would be doing turbo spins <laughs> in in his <laughs> grave if he knew about like Audible and, and the current state of the world and everything. He was really, really accurate about where things went. But uh, Brave That's New World is an, a must read if if that's a short read isn't it not really um oh well i'm just you know
1: what i thought it was a small you know what
0: no i think the the one i have has like a commentary from him in it so it's a little bit bigger i think it actually is kind of short it might be like 300 pages
1: i i know it sounds silly the only reason i i remember that is i'm pretty sure no i'm not pretty sure i know i bought that for my ex and i thought that maybe when I when I, I remember holding it I swear it was a smaller book so i guess 300 especially in comparison to some of the stuff that you read is probably 300
0: true. i would absolutely consider a short book yeah okay yeah. maybe average maybe an average length book yeah yeah that is i think that's but a actually, must read if you like science fiction in any form mm-hmm. have you guys been following or seen any of the news on mars like, the pictures that have been coming out. Yes. And it's, it's confusing to me how that... Like, some of the pictures I'm seeing, sure, they look like maybe it could be rocks or something, but some of the other things are... Like, crab the helmet people. and the the crab and the person. I, I need a crab to be on Mars. I need that. <laughs> space crab. Like, how is that stuff... I, I don't know what I'm trying to say other than it fascinates me
1: beyond almost anything else. It's... The kind of photos that are coming it's, from that. It planet. should. Anybody who is not fascinated by that more than anything is intellectually stunted. It's the mystery like of the that, unknown. It, yeah, it's just, it's so incredible. And, I mean, even just looking at the surface of Mars, I get chills thinking about it. I'm like, that's a freaking alien world. Yeah. What? <laughs> and, and, like, I'm and seeing we have robots a picture on it. of it.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I just sent you guys a link. I'm looking through now. There's 11 pictures of just crazy things that they've, they've seen on Mars. And some of these are just unreal how there's not, like, I, I'm sure there's a whole scientific community going after them and looking into them right now. But how it's just not more widely known or seen. What do you mean? Like, by the but, general like public? Like, it's not in the main, new, yeah, general public knowledge. Like, the floating rocks or... The, yeah, I did the see helmets. all those, Simon. Yeah. And there's a skull, supposedly. I mean, it, again, this could all be just... Our imagination is running amok,
1: but... It's it's our... You know, in many cases... I've, I can't remember the actual name of the syndrome, but you are seeing things that you want yeah. to see there. Like, you're explaining yes. them with your eyes because it's an optical illusion. Or it could be people releasing really weird doctored up images or it could actually be there like i don't care which one of those scenarios it is it's still fascinating. yeah
0: a perfect example just happened to me right now looking at one of these pictures i was like what are we looking at it looks like rocks the minute i looked down and read it says it's the squirrel it looks like a squirrel (laughs) like just because that was suggested i see that you know yeah exactly I mean, it was the opposite for me. As soon as I looked at the
1: picture, I was like, "Oh, there's an eye and a little arm." Yeah, I didn't see that at all. Another, another really fascinating picture that um, I was. I'm just reading the my favorite blog in the world. Wait, but why? Um, uh, the, he recently released a SpaceX post, and it's gigantic. It took him months to write. I'm. I mean, it's really long. I'm only on. I think I'm still on, only on the first page, and one of the parts is a summary of pretty much the most uh the most important i guess we'll say probes that we have floating around our solar system and beyond and one of them being Cassini which was sent um in 1997 and it's out it went to Saturn and then it ended up landing on i believe Titan one of Saturn's moons uh-huh. and there is a pic- and again there is a picture of Titan's surface which like we can't We previously to that. I don't think we could see through the uh, atmosphere, whereas I think, you know, you look at Mars, like, I think it's sort of like looking at the moon. Like, you can see Mars, you know, Mars doesn't have an atmosphere
0: obstructing anything.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I'm sitting here looking. I'm looking at it right now. It's like a freaking picture of the surface of a moon that's next to Saturn. What is that? I'm looking at it right now, too. On Wait But Why? Or did you just Google it? Wait But Why. It's like that little vertical picture. Yes, it's, all orange. it's like orange and yeah. brown. So cool. Which
0: which brings me to a whole other thing: is how the hell are we getting
1: these photos back to Earth? And my internet speed <laughs> is still subpar. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good question. I can't complain. I, as I've said a hundred thousand times before, Comcast is my number one most hated company. On planet nobody, Earth. but as of this moment, they still offer the best product. I'm get, I'm paying for fifty megs. I'm getting ninety. That's insane. Now I do. I'd want to say the best. Not taking Google Fiber into account. Yeah, but that's not you know publicly available. Like it's not like For, a widespread pro- widespread product right now. It it is in Atlanta. T- well, they're doing test market, and no, I can't get it right now. Okay, that's going yeah, ask like it's it's going to be one of the first test markets. But I mean, the I think it's done in Atlanta, isn't it? I, I mean, I, I thought they were still laying all the fiber and everything. I could have sworn there's 12 cities it's done with, and they just announced the other three like two days ago. I don't know. Wild speculation. My point is commercially, publicly available product. Mm-hmm. Comcast, in my opinion, especially for the money, is still the best. I just – I oh, boy, do I hate even having to say that, but it's the <laughs> truth. I just hate them and their service and their evil, evil, stealing, thieving ways.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, NASA and SpaceX don't have to deal with uh, corporations mm-hmm. <laughs> crippling them. <laughs> they can get yeah, the most out of everything they the want because they're not relying on a company providing them anything.
1: I don't understand how we're getting communications from outside of our solar system. From Is it is it Voyager that's out there? Voyager 1? i th- i yeah I think it's one of the voyagers, and it is it it passed out of our solar system into the heliosphere or whatever It's technically an interstellar space mm-hmm. nuts and and we launched it over thirty years ago. yeah no Max speed thirty eight thousand miles <laughs> per hour mm-hmm.
0: i see but but you could break this down to everything on earth. I don't understand radio waves. I don't understand any of that. Yeah, we don't understand it here. Yeah, so like... It, Good point. Yeah, I mean, it probably makes sense to people. But it is just fun to think about. It's so far away. And we can't do anything else, but it sends back images.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And images sounds, and sounds. Yeah. Who are these
1: individuals who are capable of creating such this technology. I'm, I'm, I'm so worthless. <laughs> I'm so worthless. We can't even get yeah, on that. We have, we have no, I, I, I gave quality. up. I couldn't get it to work on Amber's Mac and I gave up. So that's the extent of my ability. It made me think of one of the one of the podcasts that had Simon's TV at trouble and you were like post a video on YouTube. Nick, you said help me. I'm inept. <laughs>
0: Help me understand the universe. Uh, um, I don't know why this reminded, this conversation reminded me of it, but I saw a meme. It was the uh, Idiocracy DVD cover, and it just said, uh, the first movie that over time has become a documentary. Yeah,
1: yeah. and it's only going to become more and more accurate, probably. I just hope there's some intelligent people left. The people who are working on um, increasing penis size and idiocracy, at least they were intelligent, hopefully. <laughs> They were the they were the last scientists left.
0: There's plenty. There's plenty of that still happening too. Yes. Yes.
1: Welcome to Costco. I love, I love you.
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that exists. Me too. Exists. I'm so you glad do. Mike Judge exists. Also true. True. I forgot he did that. I don't know how I forgot, but I did. Because you have a bad memory. I do have a very bad memory. I have a very selective memory.
1: Yeah. Back
0: to video games. Yeah. Alex, you're not playing Alex, anything. you been playing yeah. anything? um no, didn't think so, <laughs> okay, yeah i
1: uh, I've just been consumed with uh, freaking Dexter and uh, actually more on that in a second, just a sixty second snippet, and still struggling to finish Lord of the Rings, like I was gonna finish it last night. we started we're on the last disc of of the last movie. I'm like, all right, can you stand up and watch this with me? Amber's like, yeah, I'm good. I look over ten minutes in she's done. <laughs> I was like, "Damn it! Like I, I want to watch this movie." <laughs> so, who knows? Uh, it has to happen this weekend. But um, I won't say spoilers for anybody who wants to watch. But for the first time, and actually, you'll get you guys will find this interesting. I was really disappointed that I knew what happened at the end of season four. Yeah. With mm-hmm. Trinity, because I'm now coming to realize that if I had not known what was going to happen that might be worse for me personally than my personal worst spoiler in Thrones. Hmm. Like, that's a really horrible thing.
0: Alex, I said that right when you started this season. I don't know if you remember me texting you that or not. Like, it it sucks you knew...
1: Yeah, like, I don't even care that I know about the end of the show, and I don't care that I know what happens in season seven. And, you know, it doesn't matter to me. This one, I regret knowing, because... dude, And it's revealed... 30 seconds before the credits <laughs> like they waited that... till you know because i i have a bad habit of uh, especially on netflix whenever i'm watching a show if it's a crazy um season finale or something i keep on hitting pause real quick to see how much time is left because i like that tingling feeling i get i'm like oh my god there's x of minutes left what are they gonna do <laughs> you know and you get to the end i'm not kidding you i think it had like two and a half minutes and that's including credits and then they reveal it and i'm just like okay that's that's so horrible. Yeah, I. That's why. That's possibly. Well, it is my favorite season that show. That ending just yep. a complete shock to me. And then the first episode of season five was the most nothing episode I've ever seen. I thought you've seen that season. Uh uh-uh, no, I've I, I started in six. Which one's five? Actually, there's oh, a reason five. you don't remember it. Amber said it's nothing. It's a filler season.
0: I don't even. I don't remember. It's, it's post Trinity
1: and pre Edward James almost.
0: Oh, I know which one it is.
1: Yeah. So. Yes, it is nothing. Yep, I can I can totally see that this is where you would have dropped off, Nick.
0: Oh, I dropped off. I mean, I thought I thought season four with Trinity was pretty cool. That ending, but didn't you liked have one as, and two the best. The ending did not have as much an impact on me as either of you. Well, it's because you're a terrible person. No, because a similar a similar scenario happened in Sons of Anarchy, hmm. and I cried. So that one
1: worked, but the one in Dexter didn't really work. I, I just thought they handled it really shittily. But there is one really cool thing that I saw. I want to say I want to say it was in season three. That is, and I I'm not sure if I mentioned it to you guys. There is a direct foreshadowing and i mean verbatim the things that one of the characters says is directly what happens in the very end of the show the whole series and it's a total foreshadowing and that made me appreciate the ender of dexter one percent more it made it made one of the many aspects of the end of the show that i hated it made it made one of them totally tolerable and actually kind of cool Hmm. so let's I'm I'm interested if any of us, because I'm
0: I've been thinking about it, can come up with a an entire series
1: that ended well. Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar. Battlestar that's the ended first one I well. thought of. Yep. Yeah, that, that Battlestar is the only good one really I can good. think of. It it was riveting the whole time, and it ended well.
0: I'm trying to think of other ones, and I want to say multiple seasons, because you could say Firefly, but that was only one season. Yeah, I can't really think of something immediately. Like Lost, really didn't. No.
1: I didn't no, hate not. the ending of Lost sucked. Sopranos is still my number one favorite TV show. And I mean, I'm over it. Like the ending never super bothered me. But, you know, I, I did some more reading into it. and it, it was it was interesting. It wasn't the worst. Uh, like it was better than Dexter's. So uh, and I, I hold Ooh. that show so near and dear dearly to my heart. Like that one's probably that one's up there for me. I. I, uh Breaking Bad. Oh yeah, there? definitely. Yeah, Breaking Bad was great. Great ending. They better not ever bring anything back because that wouldn't make sense. No. Because uh, How I Met Your Mother's was terrible. Yeah. Which is extremely unfair. Uh, oh Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec had a great ending. Okay which... this this isn't okay. Okay, now that you said Parks and Rec, I can say this and I won't feel stupid because it's not drama. Frasier's is perfect. It ends really yeah. well. My most uh the most important show to me ever, so that was good. I'm glad that wasn't ruined.
0: Over over Curb? Curb doesn't... Uh, well, Curb, Curb just ends, doesn't ends ends end. ends abruptly.
1: <laughs> it doesn't have... It doesn't an
0: have ending. an ending, yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I was talking more so along the lines of the most important show to you.
1: Oh, well, most... Frasier is my most watchable and the funniest show for me, but most important would probably be more along the lines of something like Sopranos.
0: Now, since since you like Frasier so much, have you ever contemplated
1: watching Cheers? Watching what? I'm Cheers. sorry. Cheers. Oh, um, I mean, I have and I've seen episodes of it, but my dad has straight up told me Frasier's way better. So it, there's almost sort of no reason to. And it's actually cool because there's an episode uh, of Frasier. Well, there's multiple episodes of Frasier where there are characters from Cheers and they have like almost all of the big characters. They have an episode dedicated to them. It's pretty cool. Like, there's one with Woody Harrelson and one with Ted Danson and stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Ted Danson and Curb. So good. (laughs) I had no idea Woody Harrelson was in Cheers.
0: Yep. Mm -hmm. He's a real dope. (laughs) He probably looks so young.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Or is he one of those people that doesn't age, like Keanu Reeves? (laughs) Keanu Reeves doesn't age. He's a vampire. It makes me so sad thinking about how great True Detective season one was with him, and how season two is supposedly so, like the worst season of any television okay. show ever. So, my whole thing with True Detective is the first season is good because Matthew McConaughey is a cool character. That is the I think and the Harrelson only are. reason. I I didn't like Harrelson. I think that was the point, which I guess is good. But I watched that show and enjoyed that show solely because of McConaughey. It, I don't think I, it ended I, well I, at I, all. I, the ending was a little iffy, but I, I the whole premise of the show and all of that, I don't want to say too much about it cause in case Alex ever watches it. I thought it was intriguing. I thought everything was intriguing Me too. about it. I love where they went with religion, and I thought it was just overall a great show. That's why I'm not totally turned off with Season 2, is, is I would just watch it for the performance. The overall story doesn't matter, because none of it's tied together. And again, the first season was still really good with a really shitty resolution. I read an article yesterday about why Season 2 was so bad. And the number one thing the, the author said was horrible, horrible casting, and Vince Vaughn should have nothing really? to do with it. Yeah, interesting. I don't see myself watching it anytime soon, if ever. But I'm not writing it off. I consider those two standalone shows, season one and two. Yeah. I don't even know why they kept the name, (laughs) other than to yeah bring people back. I guess I don't know. It's weird, Alex. You should finish Fargo someday.
1: I know, I know. I do need to watch that because I really did enjoy what i saw of it. Nick,
0: you would like that show. Uh, yeah, it's just lack of interest. I don't I don't really care. You know. It made me watch the movie after seeing the Samuel, I had already I seen watched the movie. It after I like the liked show the also. Movie. I like the show more. Well, th- that's an probably an unfair
1: comparison. <laughs> but I don't know. There's I guess. Well, and the movie the movie is Typical Cohen brothers, and it's it has like that funny feel to it. Even yeah. though there's really serious things happening, you don't. It doesn't feel grave. Yeah. That's not the way. the The show is dark. Yeah, the show is pretty dark.
0: Hmm. Yeah. See, I like the the dark comedy of the movie.
1: Oh, I agree. Everything Cohen brothers is awesome. Yeah.
0: Nick, how's the what is it? Wet hot.
1: Oh, it's good. I forgot I
0: actually kind of forgot I started that. I think I only watched like an episode and a half, but it was funny. Recommended recommended comedy. I I actually really like the form of comedy that that is. It's just like really off the wall. Doesn't make any sense. Bullshit the whole time. Alex uh the movie Wet Hot American Summer. I think Nigel. Is it Nigel and Fraser? Is that his brother's name? Nice. Niles. He's in the movie. He's a oh he's a nice. Funny, David Hyde He's Pierce. a pretty funny character too. But he he's, he's a, a really good a actor. science teacher. Yeah, I don't know if he's in the show. I don't think he is. Cause the show takes place before the movie, so. Yeah, it no. wouldn't make sense because they meet yeah. in the movie. So, for I, I also just really like the premise of the show. So, Wet Hot American Summer was a, uh, a movie that came out like fourteen years ago, with a lot of recognizable comedians. Um, Amy Poehler, Amy Poehler, Bradley Cooper's in it. Danine Garofalo, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, Michael William Black. There, there's a lot of people, and. They now put the show on Netflix that is a like pre it's before the movie but so many years later they just look old as hell and they're supposed to be playing like 18 year olds. It's it's so good. Yeah, the movie the movie is the ending of yeah. a summer camp. The last day of summer camp and the show is the first day of that yeah. same summer camp. It's hilarious. I I just love that that exists. Because it's just so—it immediately is so stupid. Because everybody's just fat and old, and they're supposed to be eighteen, and they're like forty and fifty. Comedies have been difficult for me lately. I haven't seen a comedy that I've enjoyed or would recommend in a while. I don't know. I don't think you have the patience. I don't. I, I I really don't think I do. I watched What We Do in the Shadows last night. It made me chuckle a couple times, but i it was a waste yeah, of time for me. I, I just – you, personally, I just don't think have patience for a lot of stuff like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. no, that's a no bit no of an understatement.
1: That, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> but really there, but as a, as TV shows, Simon, they're your bread and butter.
0: There's also the yeah, value that's, of that's, that's, that's. comedies are better in a group, usually, mm-hmm. or with one I other agree person. That. Mm-hmm. So I I can totally see that because I don't, I don't watch comedies on my own too often either. It's just sometimes the only comedies that I will always try to watch immediately are anything with Seth Rogen or James Franco. Yeah. Outside of that, comedy just doesn't. It's it's tough. I don't know. Just Trailer Park Boys ruin it for me. It's the only thing. Well, funny and Parks.
1: Anymore. <laughs> oh, and Parks. Yeah. Parks, Parks is. I love Parks so much. Alex, I wish you would watch Parks. I wish you would take your humor to the next level and watch Fraser. That is highbrow, elitist humor. Elitist. <sighs> I want to be an elitist. Uh, I. I feel like Fraser might be something I would like. Yeah, I do. I, I, dude, I g- and maybe you will one day. Maybe you won't, but I guarantee you would because I promise you. I've never appreciated humor. From anything, any movie, any show, anything, the way I do from Frasier. High praise. Yes, very high praise.
0: I i don't think I'll, I don't know when I'd get around to it, because I have to watch Scrubs still, and
1: I've been saying that for a, a year now.
0: But once I knock
1: that out, maybe. Maybe I'll check out Frasier. That'd be cool. Yeah, just like watch a season or something. I watch
0: Fraser you have to watch
1: Park. Hey, I gave you how I met Frasier. your mother, so technically you owe me. I did I, I gave yes, I gave you. that was the case. The, I I misspoke. What, when I when I say I no. gave you, what I mean is I I watched something that you were begging me to watch, and you loved the majority of it, minus the last season. Yes, I'm so. My, what I'm saying is you owe me a show. Okay. <laughs> that that's what okay. I meant. Yes.
0: <laughs> you owe me for my recommendation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, that is true. I don't know what else. Alright. Alright. Okay, I'll do it. Yes. No no, t- no pressure. Is it all on Netflix? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I would know, considering I've been watching it every day of my life for the past two years. <laughs> <laughs> that is seriously crazy. Yep.
0: I know, Alex, I know you haven't seen it.
1: I, Nick, I swear you have Yeah, Dollhouse was good. Never watched it, no. Yeah, Alex Nathan I mean, right, and Josh Whedon. Or yeah, Josh another Whedon. Yeah. one of the, his canceled yes. TV shows. One of one of his one-off yeah.
0: seasons. Dude, that is a that what is, is two an interesting show. Mm-hmm.
1: God, Firefly was so cool.
0: Yeah, and I only bring that up because I I highly recommend that Alex just because it's it's Whedon and everything he touches is gold.
1: Yeah, I'm sure of that. I have no doubt.
0: And it's it's only two seasons. It's. Yeah, it it, it at least
1: made it to a second season. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Real quick to top this off. We talk about important shows, shows that are important to me. Honestly, dude, Peaks. Yeah. Twin Peaks. It That's top three for me. It, it, that That's having the opposite of Nick's media souring effect for me. I'm actually appreciating it more as I get older and think about it.
0: Yeah, I wonder what the new season is going to... Do.
1: I'm nervous but also terribly yeah. excited.
0: I think Battlestar tops my list. Not only because of the the show itself, just because of how we all watched Nostalgic
1: watch it. value, totally dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I
0: I had watched it before. <laughs> I I watched that <laughs> that was the third time viewing that show for me. Yep. And it's still good.
1: I am not ashamed of how much I wept at the end of that. Yeah, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I thought it was joyous. That everything was good. Oh, I sure did. Yeah.
0: Hey, back to video games. Yeah, I had a couple <laughs> things that we prob- i was thinking we should run down, like just go for it. Um, go for it. Castle Crashers is free on Xbox One. Only until, until the twentieth, and if you bought it on. Oh, it's if you bought it on three sixty. You're positive. Yes. If you already own it on 360, it's free until the 20th. After the 20th, it's five dollars. If you already bought it, or it's just like fifteen dollars flat. I wouldn't have even really mentioned it. Stupid. You have to own. You have to own it on 360. I don't. No, I'm not saying it's stupid. It's just I was hoping it. I thought they were doing it for free to like reach people that didn't
1: play it before. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I wish that they were had been doing.
0: I I think it's so well done what they did with the whole. I mean, obviously the remastering of games now is such an epidemic, but at least they're offering it to you for free. Yeah, no, that's that that is it. awesome. Yes, and I'm glad I, I I'll play through it with you again. Yeah, whenever you guys play, it' all sweet as hell. Well, I never had it, uh, Simon. Oh, you never played it?
1: Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah, man. it was. It's real. That's a real it's good game. That's one of. I know it's good. I know I'd love that's it. That's a uh whatever. That's a
0: great example of one of like the early Xbox arcade like powerhouses. Like that was a big thing. Mhm. Just quality, just a quality experience. Funny, well well plays well, fun to play, co-op's great. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex, I I for sure thought you on that. Because I thought I think Brozich was obsessed with it. Uh, he probably was. Be...
1: He probably played it.
0: Um. All right, Nick, keep going. Uh, the there was another thing. Uh, oh, Rainbow Six Beta. This is just not really pertinent to me, but I figured I'd mention it. Um, anybody can sign up for that for PC, PS, or PS4 <laughs> and Xbox up through the twenty-third, and I was wondering if you guys want to play that.
1: I, I would play it's, that.
0: It's really funny you ask that because whenever I saw it, I was going to text you guys and see if you guys wanted to, and I thought neither of you would. So,
1: have any interest. no, dude, I've always liked the Rainbow Sixes.
0: This one I legitimately different. know it won't change my mind. That would be cool if it did, but I mm-hmm. I will. I'm totally down to at least try it.
1: Yeah, I mean, hell, yeah. if we if we got Nick to try Battlefield yeah. Hardline, the most nothing shooter of all time, then definitely. I we mean, do yeah,
0: this. I'll. I'll I absolutely play it. I, I'm more interested, and in, hope you guys both want to download uh, Battlefront. Though. Yeah, I want to do that also. Yes, but that's not until yes. October. Yeah, but, I'm. I have even more. Yeah, interest I have in that. a lot more interest in that. Um, free Actually. Shovel Knight DLC. I I don't know if you know about that, Josh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna play Plague. It? Plague Plague Night? Yeah, uh, I'll download it. I don't know when I'll get around the to The Plague. Oh, 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 one, one of shotgun. the coolest scenes. For me, in any film,
1: it really is amazing. I want to hang man. The
0: music and the lighting and what is happening—that is amazing. What they are—if you haven't seen—if you haven't seen (laughs) *Hobo with a Shotgun*, watch it, and then when you when you get to the plague, you'll know what scene
1: we're talking about. Yeah, (laughs) when they when they hang people with guns. I don't ask me to explain that. Oh man,
0: so cool. Just so cool. That that is a like great couple minutes of film. Just just film. It is. I thought you were gonna say of your life. I've gone back and watched that many times just on YouTube. Yep. Yep. Um but anyway. Uh the new Xbox dashboard is finally coming in November. Yep. That was on my list. Yes. So that's cool. I'm that very excites me. Excited I'm excited for it, that. Oh, God, I'm better, excited for anything. It better speed up now. doing any task. And if it doesn't, well, I won't be surprised and I'll be pissed. <laughs> Good point. I can't wait for it to come out and everything is slower. Yeah, watch it broken, it broken. And you can't even play yeah. games. <sighs> Whatever. I just want to see it. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to see how it works. Because it, it looks exactly like the... Uh, I can say this definitively, the screenshots I've seen, it looks exactly like the Xbox app currently on Windows 10. So that's cool. Hmm. It's supposed to be basically that. And I like how it looks. It's like really kind of minimalist. Um, another thing that is really surprising, Pokemon Go, the first Pokemon yeah. mobile game that is actually like Ninte- legitimately Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo yeah. Is sanctioned, and it's also not part of their first round of mobile games that they announced. They they're they're working on like five or something, and this is one outside of that, which is cool. Uh, the the there's a trailer, there's a release trailer for it. We we tweeted about it. It just it doesn't show much, but they talk about how you can you'll be like walking around in real in the real world, and you'll get like a buzz on your phone, and it'll say. So and so Pokemon is close by, or so and so Trainer is close by. You can battle them. That sounds interesting. I don't know how well that'll work, or how it will actually be, but it's at least a cool concept from the beginning. I it's figured. Yet yeah, go. It's free. Is it? Is that known? Yes. Yes, it's free. There's in app purchases, so there's Microsoft Of course, but, yeah. But it's free. So I'll for sure at least download yeah, it. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out then. I thought I thought it was gonna be paid. And even then, if, if it turned out to be a regular Pokemon game, there's a really good chance I'd buy it just, you know, because it's the first one on a phone. <laughs> and I'd want to mm-hmm. see it. Um nope. so that's cool. What were you gonna say? Uh nothing. Okay. Uh I'm mumbling think that's it dark souls 3 got a release date or not date yep. but time frame for japan no i got a date oh it has a date yeah march 24th oh no japan japan is q1 so it's earlier in japan unless march is considered q1 it is january february march okay yeah that would make sense <laughs> I didn't think about that, because it, the thing I was reading said that it's not like confirmed for US yet. They're just talking about it for that time. So, yeah, I don't know US-wise, but March 24th. PC details aren't known yet either, which kind of sucks. But that's exciting. I'm looking forward to that. But uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. Halo 5 won't include voting or veto on multiplayer maps.
1: Okay, you know what? I'm fine with that
0: i'm totally down to that every single absolutely...
1: time the shitty thing always wins it's always yeah. garbage halo three or something i don't want to play so there's no way it can be worse than what i'm already doing <laughs> it's
0: just going to be a complete rotation now sweet cool i'm all for that so you're not playing the same damn yes
1: let's now. actually use different maps how's that sound halo but you know what? It's not a, it's not Halo's fault. If you give if you let people vote, they're obviously going to vote for the ones No the they problem play. is even their pool of maps is nothing. There are how many maps in Halo 4? And when I play team slayer, I might get to play four maps. I'm not talking about MCC, Alex. Uh, I know you're not. I'm talking about uh, you're saying okay. for five. I'm I'm saying yes. going forward, use the maps you have in your game. Mm-hmm. Make them available to play on. Yeah, so that is gone. And that's been a problem for exciting. a long time. I mean, even whenever you had Halo 4, you couldn't freaking play the maps and matchmaking unless everybody in there had them. What is that? Well, th-
0: that's it, this is a this is a universal FPS issue when you're playing multiplayer. Anytime there is voting, no matter the game, whether it be Call of Duty, Halo, Battlefield, everyone usually votes for the same map. And there's always those two or three maps that if they show up in rotation,
1: you already know, all right, this one's going to get picked because it's a fan favorite. I, I know. My, I'm talking about putting more maps in the rotation, period. Like, for example, if you're on four in MCC right now, it's always freaking Skyline, um, whatever oh, and whatever. What you like, e- mm-hmm. there might be five maps that are in there that you that always show up. And then, of course, you vote out of three. But the pool is so tiny. Even though it says there's more in there, they never show up, ever. Yeah. So that's good. I'm in favor.
0: I tried to play MCC the other day and it's still saying that I'm downloading the latest update. I hate update. it. Whatever. And yeah. I, Go I, play I, games
1: that are good like Destiny. i
0: playing that again. I wouldn't have an Xbox had MCC not been released. Yep, it's still its fault. Yeah. Damn it.
1: <laughs> Damn
0: Hey, at least Destiny got you some use. Sure. And Rare Replay. Mm-hmm. And replay. Are you guys still playing that? I
1: haven't, just because of Phantom Pain. I'm not doing anything regularly with it. I'm not getting rid of it either, ever. I just want. did you it guys around. buy it
0: digitally or the physical copy? I bought physical.
1: Yeah, I also had physical.
0: Probably should have just
1: bought digital.
0: Yeah, if I never intend to get rid of a game, I'm just gonna buy digital from now on. So you don't have to switch discs. Yeah. I use it so infrequently anyway that that isn't a big deal. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I have the MCC digital. It's just easier that way. Yeah, that'll be nice. And five will be easier digital.
0: Oh, boy. All right. I think it's time to go play some Witcher.
1: Yeah. It's time for me to have my long overdue coffee. Because (laughs) I couldn't make one because Macs are bad computers and I couldn't figure it out. It took too much time before I was getting on. (laughs) End rant.
0: Oh, man. All right. Thanks for listening. Don't buy Macs. Give us a review and rating. (laughs) No, shut up, Simon. Give us a review and rating on iTunes. Follow us on SoundCloud, Twitter, at 2v1podcast. Yeah. Adios. Thanks.